Go Your Own Way is brought to you by Overmental.com, the media culture hive mind. Enjoy the adventure. Oh, God. I have to start this day thing. It's your job. I know. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Go Your Own Way, the podcast where starting the podcast is my job. In bed. <laughs> I've never podcasted in bed before. I'm always in bed. have often, and it's very easy to fall asleep while podcasting. (laughs) I do not recommend. Okay. Well, this is one of your three hosts, Peter, who does not podcast in bed. Someone who does that, apparently, is Jen. But I'm not today. And Eric. (laughs) Hi! I am in bed. I'm always in bed. Hot. Oh, yeah. What are you wearing, baby? Uh, plaid pajama pants. And oh, me too. <laughs> nice. High five. Except, like, there's a giant hole in the leg, and every time I sit down, the hole gets a little bit bigger. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's not good. One day you're just going to sit down and flash cooch all over the place. Yeah, good thing no one else can see this. It's true. Good thing this this. is not a visual podcast. Right? Not the pajama pants you go grocery shopping in. No. (laughs) No. Okay, well... (laughs) Moving on to um, the story that we'll be playing through tonight. Um, This one popped up in my Tumblr feed within the last week or so. Um, It's called Birdland by Brendan Patrick Hennessy. Uh, Apparently it's a story about teen girls at summer camp participating in activities like swimming, gossip, and fumbling with their developing adolescent identities. So... That was a little too intriguing for me to to pass up. All right then. If it, mm-hmm. <laughs> we can see how it goes. Um. Oh yeah. So this apparently was made on the Twine platform. I know you had looked into that a bit, Eric. Mm-hmm. Um, we're playing a Twine game tonight. We're playing a Twine game. I don't wow. really know anything about it, but I've heard of it. I know, I don't know. Eric, do you know anything about that? Uh, it's it's honestly pretty much a multimedia choose your own adventure. Uh, yeah. Platform like you sort of like you pretty much create little scenes that connect to each other, and you know, like you can do a little more because it's on the internet. Like you can play music and have pictures and animations and. I think you could play video or something if you wanted, but I think most mm. people don't. Um, but yeah, I mean, so it's a little honestly, bit it's a little, little bit more dynamic than the the ones we usually do, which are just text. I mean, yeah. this thing is already super colorful, right? In a big pink background. It's so pink, yeah. or I guess um, if I'm going to use girl terminology, that is salmon. <laughs> That totally is salmon. That is, yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, shall we get started with Birdland and see what happens with our developing bodies? Let's do it. Oh my god, developing bodies. Let's develop our bodies. It's our uh, favorite topic on this show. Yes. Okay, so apparently it starts out with a letter from mom and dad. And our name is Bridget. Says, Dear Bridget, we're so sorry to hear you're not having a better time at camp. We know it's no fun going without your phone for an entire month, but do try to make the best of it. Trust us, it may all seem miserable now, but when you're an adult, you're going to look back at this as one of the best summers of your life. You only get to be 14 once, after all, and don't forget that you're in one of the most beautiful places on Earth. The mail up there is so slow that we don't know when this letter will reach you, so let's just say, enjoy your last however many days at camp. Love you, kiddo. Mom and dad. 
Oh. How do they send us a message if we don't have our phone? They... Through the mail? What's mail? Oh, Peter. Like, you you, you remember mail, You know right? what? Shut the fuck up, guys. <laughs> Stamps <laughs> and stuff? I was going to say, don't Never you mind. live in, like, one of those, like, super duper hipster places where probably the only way people communicate is by snail mail? You know, I haven't encountered uh, any male hipsters. <laughs> How are there not post office hipsters in Portland? Of I'm sure all there places? are. I'm sure there are. I just, like I said, I haven't encountered them. Uh, that'll be my homework for this week. Do it. Go hang out at the post office. That's right. <laughs> all right. Um, so we read the letter. It says, You sigh and put the letter in your bag. And then, oh, so this is one of those stories that has dialogue with different characters. So maybe you guys can help me out with this. Oh, I'll be Mackenzie. Okay, I'll be you. <laughs> it says you, but I... What was our name? Bridget. Bridget. Bridget, yeah. Okay, I'll be that. So Bridget says 20. 20 what? We can choose days left or nothing. Hmm. Do we want to confide our troubles to this McKinsey girl or not? I feel like it's more in line with a 14-year-old to just say nothing and yeah, I think silently. So too. Oh, it's so true. We want to do that? Do a little role yeah. play? Yeah. Alright. Nothing. Just saying numbers to myself. Mm, that makes sense. <laughs> Night, Mackenzie. Night, Bridget. You switch off your flashlight and feel a dull thud in your chest as you close your eyes. I don't think that's that how closing night. your eyes works. <laughs> that night you dream you are a sheriff of a Wild West town populated entirely by bird people. Your bird deputy scrutinizes you closely as you mosey along beneath the bright pink sky. Technically salmon. <laughs> Jenny, oh you can be you can be the deputy. State your job title. Sheriff. And what is the function of a sheriff? For you listeners, it says the deputy speaks monotonously. That's why she's talking like that. <laughs> also, the deputy is apparently a bird. Yes. You're damn right. We're in Birdland. As the title suggests. Um, so what is the function of a sheriff? Do we keep the law? Do we maintain order? Or do we help people? I mean, ideally all of them, but you can only choose wow. one. <laughs> is it weird that that makes me think of, like, Judge Dredd and I am the law? <laughs> <laughs> yep, it makes me think of an old Redwall book where there was a uh, heron. Mm. who had appointed himself sheriff of the swamp and just kept oh. saying, I am the law! <laughs> well, the closest thing we have is to keep the law, not to be the law. But we can pretend it says to be the law. Do we want to go with the law? I don't know if helping people is the best one, because I don't like people. <laughs> it's fair. People yeah. in general. Keep the law... Yeah, let's keep the law. Lawful neutral. <laughs> um, so I'll be Mackenzie. Jen, you'll be deputy. And then Eric, you'll be the town drunk. Awesome. He already is. <laughs> <laughs> Comes naturally. Yeah. Um, it's our job to make sure them folks in yonder town follow the law. The purpose of the sheriff is to uphold the legal system in the settlement? Question mark? I reckon. Very well. Demonstrate the behavior of a human sheriff. You spit out whatever you are chewing. It lands in a spittoon in the middle of the road that you weren't previously aware of. An old bird perched outside the dry goods store nods approvingly when he hears the ping. And the town drunk is suddenly right up in our face. 
Yuan! Are you the sheriff in this location? That's right. Well, for your information, I'm not accustomed to being subject to the authority of a human sheriff. Your deputy steps forward with his hand on his gun. Steady yourself, inebriate. Intoxicated vagrancy in the presence of law enforcement is an unacceptable infraction. So do we lay down the law or do we leave him be? I am the law. I am the law. (laughs) Well, I can't argue with that. You cannot. Nope. Deputy's right, son. We don't want no drunks in public. That's so. Ha! <laughs> Compatriots! Our new sheriff stated that she does not want to have any drunks in public. You notice he's got a crowd of like 30 drunks directly behind him. They Jeez. murmur. It's like zombies. Yeah. They murmur and chuckle and stumble around. Well, human. He tries to press his claw finger onto your badge, but misses. We drunks don't want to have any sheriffs in public. Was his reply to that? So we can get rough. We can reason with him or walk away. Can you reason with a drunk? Nope. That is a losing battle every mm-hmm. time. But I feel like More if like we get rough with battle. him, you know, he's got he's got a whole gang of drunks. Zombie drunks. Yeah. Is it possible to beat a law and to walk away? <laughs> it is not. It is not. Didn't think so. I do feel like getting rough with like thirty drunk birds of various descriptions <laughs> and drunkenness might not be a smart decision. Hmm. Maybe hmm. we can trick him with reason? Okay. 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 Well, let's, let's, let's try that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Calm down, son. There's no need for tussling over something such as this. Incorrect! There is indeed a need for combat over something such as this. <laughs> the drunk throws out a sloppy punch, but you easily dodge it. He falls onto the ground. Maybe we could have fought them. It appears I have been bested by the sheriff. Let us depart, fellow drunks. He passes out. The 30 drunks all fall down and pass out with him. Effective crowd control. I am impressed. So now we can go to go to the saloon or foil a robbery. Hmm. I don't know. Like, if we go to the saloon, we can try to, like, stop the rest of the drunks. But if we go find a robbery, then maybe we can be heroes. But we might get shot. Although this is a dream, I forgot. So we can't really die. But if you die in a dream, don't you die in the real world? Well, only in Inception. (laughs) This would be Birdception. There's a train. <laughs> um, so which one are we doing? I could go for some saloonery. Well, yeah. I like saloons. Saloons oh. usually have people with chest hair. There you go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, we'll keep our fingers crossed for that. Yep. <sighs> All a part of the job. Now let's... Go take a load off. The deputy looks around. From what will we be removing a load? (laughs) You and the deputy walk into a quiet, dark saloon. A solitary bird is hunched over in the corner, mumbling into his drink. 
Eric wiping down a glass with a rag. Good morning, Sheriff. Barkeep. What beverage can I provide you? Sarsaparilla and make it a double. Coming up immediately. Sheriff, what are we doing in this establishment? Are we relaxing or are we waiting for trouble? Oh, you always find trouble in a saloon, so I know we're waiting for trouble. Oh, yeah. We got here a little early. Yeah, just a little. Our job's to sniff out trouble in this town, and if, and if I, there's one thing I know about this town, it's that the trouble has a way of finding itself in this here saloon. The saloon doors burst open. A bird in a black hat saunters into the bar. Uh-oh. Sp- speak of the devil. Do you know this entrance? That's Burton McBirdford, head honcho of the McBirdford clan. Meanest cattle rustler this side of the Mississippi. <laughs> no small area. No small rustler, neither. He sits down at the bar. Bartender, bring me a whiskey beverage. All of this rustling is making me thirsty. Sheriff, it would seem this individual has openly admitted to criminal behavior. What will you do? We can arrest him, ignore him, or have a shootout. We just turn to McBirdford and go, Hey, we're going to have a shootout. (laughs) (laughs) We slam our drink on the counter and go, I am the law. (laughs) And the law. I got to say that I am impressed with the Western back and forth. Mm -hmm. Good job, writer. I have to say I'm impressed with you picking up like four different characters, Eric. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. I don't know how confusing it is for the listeners who aren't reading along, but <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Poor guys. Alright. Uh, do we want to arrest him or strike to violence? I feel like mm. ignore him is lame. Well, if we try to arrest him now, isn't that also going to involve violence and probably a shootout maybe what do your womanly instincts say Jen I want to have a shootout shootouts are fun (laughs) guns 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 onward to violence (laughs) um so we say McBirdford and he turns to look at us I think it's time you pack your things and get we don't take kindly to rustlers around these parts, cattle or otherwise. If you think you are capable of convincing me to leave by issuing threats, you are mistaken. I intend to stay right here and continue my rustling, and nothing you can say or do will deflect me from that task. Is that so? It is. Well then, I guess we'll have to settle this the old-fashioned way. Shooting at each other till one of us is dead. (laughs) Very well. Do you say the old-fashioned way when you're living in the old-fashioned times? Probably. Because for them, it would be just the regular way. (laughs) But I guess that doesn't sound as cool. Yeah. Um... Let's see, the two of you walk out into the street. Okay, on the count of three, he nods. One, two, three. You both draw. McBirdford fires six shots out of his revolver. Each one goes wide and hits a different water barrel. Water spurts out onto the dusty road as he clicks the trigger a few more times. End of the line, varmint. So we can shoot him dead or use non-lethal force. (laughs) What? Why did he enter into a shootout? He's terrible. Clearly. Uh. Uh. Should we be nice and use non-lethal force? Let's be nice. Ugh, fine. Because clearly he can't defend himself anymore. (laughs) Right? It seems sort of unsporting to kill him now. Yeah. Because he's such a bad shot. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Okay, that's fair. You throw your revolver and hit him right in the head. I am passing out of consciousness. McBirdford keels over and lands with a thud. You walk up and prod his limp body with your cowboy boot. Damn fool forgot one of... Damn fool forgot his one true weakness. He don't know how to aim a gun. The situation is dealt with adequately then. Seems so. A fascinating display. Thank you for the demonstration, Sheriff. Have a pleasant morning. (laughs) Oh, it seems like a robot. (laughs) Yeah, robot dream bird. Um, you wake up feeling a bit different than you did yesterday. Oh, it was all a dream. Oh. So our serenity, alacrity, vigilance, melancholy, tenacity, and guile are all heightened or lowered. They're all heightened except for serenity. Serenity. We are not serene. No, we are not. I guess these are our stats, but they seem very uh, ambiguous. Yeah. Mm. Very conceptual. The quality of your dreams will affect your waking mood. Okay. Interesting mechanic. Instead of dying or living, we just... It affects... Mm -hmm. Stuff. Okay. July 13th, morning, canoe dock. Dan, the canoeing instructor, is giving a lecture from the dock. An assortment of campers sit in front of him, straddling logs and holding their paddles off to the side as if they were actually sitting in canoes. The boats themselves sit pristinely up on the racks, looking like they've never been in the water. Uh, apparently his name is Dan Canoe. It's all about respect. You have to respect the paddle, be one with the paddle, treat the paddle like a lover, or if you prefer, a close friend. Most of all, you've got to stay calm and centered. The paddle can sense anxiety, and if you bring a nervous energy into the canoe, the paddle will betray you. The campers stare at him blankly. Uh, let's see, Dan Canoe says, now, he picks up a paddle. Today, we're going to be practicing some basic strokes. Remember to grip the handle firmly and make calm, deliberate motions. Any questions? You raise your hand. Bridget? So we can ask, when do we actually start canoeing? We can ask, I'm a little worried about tipping over. Or we can ask, when you say the paddle can sense anxiety, dot, dot, dot. Let's ask about tipping over. But that reveals our anxiety and the paddle will know. So we can't let the paddle know. Yeah, we can't let the paddle know. Okay. We should be gung-ho about canoeing. Woo, canoe! Like, when do we start? Let's go. Let's go. So when do we actually start canoeing? Yeah. Yeah. Alright. When can we actually go in a canoe? Dan walks over to the log you're sitting on and puts his hand on your shoulder. Look, I know you're excited to get in a boat, but I can't let you out in the water until you perfect your technique on dry land. Think of it like the Karate Kid. I don't know what that is. Jaden Smith, it's a classic. Point is, you have to be able to canoe without canoeing if you ever hope to master the canoe. Ugh. <laughs> Jaden Smith, that's not the classic Karate Kid. F you, author. <laughs> Okay, so we can say, I don't get it, or we can say, and what if I don't hope to master the canoe? I like that option. The second All one? Right. Yeah. Alright. Snarky. Um, and what if we just want to paddle the canoe, not master it? Dan Canoe sighs. It breaks my heart to hear you ask that question. Oh, sorry? Actually, you know what? Fuck this. Somebody needs to be Dan Canoe. So I'm not doing both people. It it's confusing. breaks my heart to hear you ask that question. Oh, sorry? It's not me you have to apologize to. He points to your paddle. You look down at it and furrow your brow. Okay, everyone, get going. I'll come by and do one-on-ones. 
The campers all start fake paddling. Bridget, why don't you show me your technique? Technique, got it. You grab your paddle and hold it off to the side uh, of the log as if you're sitting in an actual canoe. Uh, let's see, a bunch of our stats changed. I don't know if it really matters. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, I see. Never I mind. I think we have those so options we, those are because options. of our stats. Those options affect our stats? No. Or? We have them because of the stats, so they're affected by our stats. Okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so we can paddle as quickly as possible, as fiercely as possible, do something fancy, do something half-hearted, or don't do anything. Uh, Girl, I'm always fierce. Yep, I'm leaning towards fierce as well. You don't want to be fancy? Or quickly? Fierce? Heck no. I've been binging America's Next Top Model. I want to be fierce. Hell yeah. Like the, uh, like the hormones of a fourteen-year-old girl. That's right. All right. You stick your paddle in the imaginary water, take a deep breath, and then yank it back as hard as you can. It slips out of your hands and flies off into the bushes. <laughs> Sweet. We are fierce. <laughs> in the bushes. Um, Dan Canoe says, "Okay, I like your energy, but that was a bit too much." You slump backwards on the log. Dan runs over to get your paddle and sticks it back in your hands. Let's just keep it basic for now. Show me your J-stroke. Gently. Um, so... So we can't show him our J-stroke because we are not serene. Son of a bitch. Oh, I see. Damn okay. it. So we, draw, we can draw a straight line with our paddle, which sounds wrong. Or we can improvise, which also sounds wrong. I want to improvise. Yep. I want to improvise so bad. If you can't do it right, make some shit up. Yes. Um, okay, you hesitate for a second and then start wiggling your paddle around. After a few big twirly moves, you look up at Dan. And you can do it, Jen. Hmm. Your technique's a little off there. I guess it was kind of more like my interpretation of a J-stroke. Uh-huh. And how exactly does your interpretation of a J-stroke keep the boat straight? Wait, is that what a J-stroke is for? Ah, <sighs> you senior girls. You think you have it all figured out. We do. But it's a dangerous world out there. He gestures to the almost perfectly still lake, glistening softly in the late morning light. One mistake out on open water, and you could drown. Or worse. What's worse than drowning? I pray you never have to find out. Ooh, that's pretty mysterious, listeners. Ominous. Okay, so now we're jumping to July 13th, midday, swimming dock. I don't remember what the previous date was. Mm, it might have been the same. I think it's the same day. I don't know. God damn it. <laughs> this Man, game can't... must be freaking long, then, if it's 20 days. And this lake has a lot of docks. Oh, when God. Did it, when did it say it was 20 days? At the beginning. Oh. I have, this is probably something I read, too. I don't know. Whatever. We were all there for it, Peter. Uh, <laughs> you listeners can uh, rewind a little bit. Showing my age there. Um, TJ, the swimming instructor, watches from the lifeguard seat as everyone practices their front crawls. He blows the whistle and all the campers come to a stop. Okay, that's enough. I'm bored. Free swim! One of the senior boys pulls up his goggles. You serious? As a heart attack, my dude. Jump off the thing, swim around, do whatever. He stretches his back. 
just whatever you do, make sure you do it with enthusiasm. Okay, so we can try and hold our breath underwater. We can consider going up the diving board, or we can just swim around like whatever. I feel like just swim around like whatever would be like a lost Lady Gaga single. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It also sounds like the most... Again, the most 14-year-old choice. Yeah, like, whatever. Let's we just don't wanna, We don't want to draw attention to ourselves by mm. doing anything weird. We don't... Just, just but the weird. diving board is such a classic adolescent... That's like, also true. ...coming-of-age thing. Mm. Okay. If it, if it represents our developing bodies, then I'm all for it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Okay. You go over to the diving tower at the edge of the dock. You put your hand on the ladder and look up. It's big. Even the low board looks pretty high up. You back away from the ladder and bump into Mackenzie. Oop. Sorry, uh, you going up? You look up again. Uh, no, you go ahead. You sure? Yeah, I don't really feel like jumping right now. As if to demonstrate this fact, you sit down at the edge of the dock and slowly slip back into the water. Okay, uh. see ya. You wave. So now we swim oh, around man. for a while. Ooh, more friends. I don't uh, think there are friends. Right? These are going to be like the Ashleys from Recess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um. I call Taylor M... Okay, you can be Taylor M. Eric, you I can be Taylor, I'll be Taylor C. Taylor C. Um, you swim around for a little bit and then climb back out of the water. Taylor Massey and Taylor Creek, two other girls from your cabin, are sitting there dangling their legs in the water. Hey, Bridget! Hey, guys. Oh, oh hey. We were just arguing about who's done the most sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. Uh-huh. Taylor C. says she's done the most because she's, like, made out with four different boys already. And I've only made out with one. But my thing was, like, I'm pretty sure those guys count as less than my boyfriend because I gave him a handy J while his parents were out of town. <laughs> and she was like, well, that doesn't really count because the lights were off and you couldn't see. But what I'm saying is he lives right downtown. So there's like a lot of ambient light coming through the window anyway. He lives right downtown. So anyway, how much sex stuff have you done? Yeah, tell us all your sex stories right now. (laughs) (laughs) That was wonderful, thank you. Also, I've never heard it referred to as a handy J before. I have never heard it referred to as a handy J. Really? <laughs> yeah. I have. Yeah. It's, a, oh. it's, it's an actual thing then. Okay. Okay, so bitches are asking us to tell us stories about sex stuff. We can say, uh, we can say, oh, hey, look at the time. Or who's counting? I like who's counting because these yeah. bitches don't know right. <laughs> all the sex we've done. Snowball these motherfuckers. Okay, we'll be a little sassy. Not, not like that though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, you know who's counting. I am. Yeah, we both are. Look, all these numbers: one, four, zero. They're all just arbitrary anyway. You know what I mean? It's like, at the end of the day, some are higher and some are lower. But who can say really? It's kind of like our stats. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, they just are silent. Yep. Wow. That's wisdom, Bridge. Uh, yeah, very true. Great. So uh, I'm going to go jump in this lake now and end this conversation forever. We good? They nod. You jump into the lake and swim away as fast as you can. 
She's cool. Yeah, very self-assured. Hey, how much sex stuff do you think she's done? Probably a totally normal, respectable amount. Yeah, I was gonna say probably exactly the amount that I would find the most cool. I feel like we made the correct decision. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so later the same day in the afternoon, we're at the sailing dock. How many docks is that now? Three? Three docks. In one day. Uh, Alicia, the sailing instructor, is standing on top of a supply box and delivering a fiery motivational speech, periodically banging her fist into her palm for emphasis. So she's Hitler, basically. Yeah. You've got to give it everything you've got out there! Every bit of persistence! Every bit of doggedness and determination! You can never, ever give up! And you can never, ever come out! Because in a real sailboat, there's no room for excuses. There's no, it's too hard, or it's too windy, or it's not windy enough. Out there on the water, there's only you, your wits, the sailboat, and God. (laughs) There's only silence. And also one other person. Everyone buddy up. You're going out tandem. All the campers on the dock pair off. You're left standing alone next to Belle Park, a fellow camper from your section. She shrugs. And from the illustration, she also looks really moody. That is my experience with, like, every episode of Pairing Off in elementary (laughs) school. Like, just the person I'm standing next to who also doesn't, like, care about anybody is just like, you wanna? And I'm like, alright. This resonates with me. Despite the fact that I was never a 14-year-old girl. Well, we are now. Right. That's why we... That's why we read. That's right. Um, Jen was, though. What? You were a 14-year-old girl once. I was a 14-year-old girl once. I remember it being very trying. (laughs) Is this pretty accurate, then? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, wait a minute. What did we... Shit, I can't go back. What did we choose? <laughs> we chose something. Okay. Um, the two of you jump in a boat and head out on the lake. Belle basically sails the boat by herself while you sit there with your hands in your lap. So, uh... Uh, what's up? We've never really talked, huh? Don't think so. Cool. You scratch the back of your head. I'm Bridget. I know. Oh, I just figured, you know, the first time you talk to someone. Oh, gotcha. I'm Belle. Nice to meet you. You idly drum your fingers on the side of the boat. So, did you just want to say hi? Or was there something in particular you wanted to talk about? Hmm. So we can say, just wanted to say hi, I guess. We can say, how's it going? We can say, tell me about yourself. We can say, I like your hair. I like your hair. Alacrity seems to have played pretty well for us so far. Yeah. And we do like her hair. Yeah. It's the truth. Um, I like your hair. Oh. She puts her hand through it. Thanks. Yeah, it used to be way longer, but I'm trying something new. Kind of like more professional, but also spunkier. Why would you need to be more professional? Well, my clients have certain expectations. You know how it is. Oh, jeez. Oh. Um, clients? Oh, right, of course. I forgot. There's no reason you know about any of that. Sorry, I'm a detective. 
A detective? Mm-hmm. How are you a detective? Aren't you my age? Well, I'm not like a police detective. I'm a teen detective. Bellwoods W. Park, teen detective. That's what it says on my card. That sounds super familiar. I'd give you a card, but I didn't think to bring any out in the middle of the lake. Wait. Are you that girl who solved the library murder? The thing with the evil computer? Eh, I'd say it was more rampant than evil. Also, it was a local area network, not a computer. And it wasn't really a murder either, at least not technically speaking. The one guy got in some trouble, but they ruled it an accidental death. Still, though. Yeah, that was me. Whoa, I saw you on the news. Um, there was an asterisk in this that says see Bill Park Youth Detective for all the thrilling details. So I guess there's a separate story yeah, about absolutely. her detective Crossover! Things. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not going to read that. No. So, you're, so we can say, so you're like Encyclopedia Brown. We can say what's being a detective like? Or what happened at the library anyway? I don't, I don't really want to know any of this information. Yeah. I want to know what happened at the library. Yeah, I want to know what happened at the library. Do either of you know who Encyclopedia Brown is, by the way? I kind of remember the name. Maybe we should ask if she's like Encyclopedia Brown, and then she'll tell us. She probably doesn't know. She's 14. That's true. Like... Well, we know she's been in a library at least once. <laughs> true. I kind of know. I I still kind of want to know what happened in the library. Mm-hmm. Okay. How does a local area network kill someone? Some Ethernet cables came to life and started strangling people. Honestly, I forget the technical details, but they had some scientists come on the news to explain it. It totally made sense, though, and it definitely wasn't just some made-up nonsense. Jeez, strangled. Not pretty. No. So, we can say, when you say come to life, dot, 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 or you you saw the body. I like the, when you say came to life, dot, dot, dot. Okay. Yeah. Leading into some mystery there. Um... When you say came to life, do you mean like life life? Eh, that's a good question. No, sure it's not. looked like it, but I don't know. She pulls on a rope over on her side of the boat. There was this one guy there, this old weirdo columnist, gross dude. Had a mustache, but not like the hipster kind. He was convinced <laughs> this thing was genuinely alive. Like the internet was giving birth or something. I mean, he Ugh. talked in these all <laughs> right. That'd be a fucked up baby. That's so gross. I mean, he talked in these awful, tortured metaphors all the time, so it was impossible to follow his train of thought. But he definitely talked about it like it was a living thing. Do you think he was right? Well, the height of AI right now seems to be a website that draws weird dog faces on things. So I'm gonna say no. It was probably not a new form of artificial life. It was probably just a freak accident. That doesn't feel like a very good mystery ending. I guess it's kind of not. But it's what happened. So we can now say, so what have you been doing since then? Or what's being a detective like? Hmm. But we don't care what being a detective is like. (laughs) Well, we kind of already heard about that. Yeah, I feel like concrete what have you been doing since then is a better question mm-hmm. how has her body been developing since then oh but we won't phrase it that way <laughs> of course for now not. <laughs> so what kind of cases have you taken on since this whole thing oh there's a whole series of them really the case of the <laughs> stolen test scores the case of the haunted gymnasium the case of the citywide bike theft ring the case of the armed convenience store robbery. After a while, it starts to feel a little formulaic. I can't imagine doing all that. 
You should read more. No, I mean, I can imagine someone doing it, just not me. Not the adventurous type? Mm. I wouldn't even know where to begin. Will you show me? (laughs) I didn't say that. Well, why don't we start with an easy one? You can help me sail. Ooh. She holds out a line. So, oh no, I can't? Okay, or, uh... Okay. Okay. Let's do this. Let's go sailing well, with this crazy chick. It's not a confident okay. It's a anxious okay. But, I mean, that's Better as... Better than com- anxious uh... It's, it's as confident as we're going to get, I think. Yep. Okay. How do I... Here. She takes your hand and places it on the line. Ooh. It's simple. You hold on and try to keep it steady. If the line starts feeling really slack, you pull it in a bit. If it's super taut and you feel like it's going to whip out of your hands, you let it out a bit. That doesn't sound simple. Trust me. It all makes total sense when you're in the middle of it. Ready? So we can say, I guess, or not really. I guess. Yeah. Belle seems good with her hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we nod. Then let's go! <laughs> she pulls on a couple of things over on her side. The boat starts turning and picking up a bit of speed. You feel the rope in your hand start to tighten. Oh, God. So you let it out. So pull it in! Pull it in or let it out? No, let it out! Alright, let it out. Trying to sink yeah. us, Jen. Yeah, I think I that. know. Yeah, I kind of want it. Trying to drown us all. Fourteen-year-old girls get suicidal. <laughs> That's terrible. It's murder if you <laughs> kill the other person in the boat too. It's not fair. I don't want to go alone. <laughs> <laughs> right, suicide is like going to the bathroom when you're fourteen. <laughs> what yeah. does that even mean? <laughs> Girls well, don't like to go to the bathroom alone. They like to go with people. That's true. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. All right. So okay. are we killing ourselves or not? I, I think we're uh, letting it loose or whatever it was. I, yeah, we're letting it out. Letting it out. All right. You let the line out a bit. It goes to a comfortable slackness. There you go. See? Nice and loose. Easy. Mm. A gust of wind picks up and fills the sails. The rope starts whipping out of your hand super fast. So now do we hang on or let it slip? Hang on! Alright. You bear down and grab the rope. Nice! You got it! Oh, great. You feel the rope tighten again. Uh, do I go looser or tighter? A little looser now. You release your grip a bit, and the rope whips out of your hands. Bell reaches over and grabs it before anything happens. Too loose. Uh. It's okay. You were doing really good until you let go. I was? Yeah, definitely. The thing about sailing is it's like 90% holding on to things. I mean, there's lots of ways and reasons to hold things, but holding is the main verb. So if all else fails and you don't know what to do, just grab onto something and hold on for dear life. Uh Uh-huh. Maybe you should take over for the rest of the afternoon. We just like to watch. (laughs) So, now, that night, we're going back into a dream. Uh, However, we have been going for a bit long yeah. Um thinking this might be a good spot to uh to pause the story and pick it up next week. What do you guys think? And next yeah. time we can go on some adventures for some booty. That's right. Yar Booty Ventures. Booty Ventures. <laughs> well that's been the goal the entire time, hasn't it? Been? Oh duh. Indeed. Alright. Well we will uh do you guys like this enough to keep going next time? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I'm totally enjoying this. Mm-hmm. Cool. 
Um, so if you listeners want to play the story and maybe try some of the options that we didn't do, um, once again, it's called Birdland by Brendan Patrick Hennessy, and it's at the URL birdland.camp, which is cool, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) If you want to tell us about your developing bodies, you can tell us on Facebook. Uh Uh-huh. At facebook.com slash G-Y-O-W podcast. Or you can tweet us your developing bodies in 140 characters or less on Twitter. uh, At twitter.com slash go your own way way pod. Pod. And that's it. You can find us. I think we're on iTunes. I can never remember where we are. We are indeed on (laughs) iTunes and Facebook. We are on the places. We are on the places in your ear holes, wherever, mm-hmm. wherever you may be. In your earballs. Hot. Maybe you're at camp and you downloaded the downloaded this episode, and then took it with you to camp and are listening to it. Mm-hmm. That's right. Let us know about camp. <laughs> Send us a letter at the following address. <laughs> yeah, we don't have an actual address for you to send letters to because I'm not giving out my personal address on the internet no because I don't want to die <laughs> you guys remember in the the end of America's Funniest Home Videos when they'd be like if you want to be on the show send us your VHS tape to this address and you had to like mail it in Yep. It's like that, except not. Except we don't want your VHS tapes, and we don't have an address for you to send them to. Especially if it's a VHS tape about your developing body, we don't want that. Ooh, yeah. No. We're no. Just, if we receive that, we're just going to burn it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's how child porn charges happen. Oh, God. And with that, thanks for listening, and listen again next time because that's For what you do ventures. booty ventures listeners mm-hmm. good night good night dream about the wild west with birds Ow. for more original podcasts videos and pop culture news visit overmental.com thanks for listening <laughs>